This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Ariel, let's start off with Thursday night football. But before we get to you, uh, we got to do your intro because it's awesome and I want to hear it. Ariel Epstein. All hail! Ariel Epstein. Kneel before your queen. Oh, what their head! All hail the prop queen. Everyone bows down to the queen. All right, Ariel. So let's start with uh, the most difficult game to handicap this week, which happens to be Thursday night football between the Raiders and the Rams. Big question mark here is we don't know who's playing at quarterback for the Rams, which can be a little difficult when trying to pick a side in this game. So first of all, how do you go about handicapping a game when you have such a big question mark like this? Thanks for having me on, as always. Uh, when you have a big question mark like this game where you don't know who the Rams quarterback could be, John Wolford, or even worse, a quarterback that hasn't even practiced in the system yet, Baker Mayfield, who just came over from Carolina, you kind of just have to sit on it and wait, at least for me. I know everyone will have different opinions on how to bet injury games. I probably won't lay any action down until I know for sure who's going to be starting. And that's just because, these teams just are inconsistent. Both these defenses have been struggling lately. The Rams are going to be without their best defensive player, Aaron Donald. The Vegas secondary has been atrocious. The Vegas defense has been atrocious. So I'm just going to probably have to sit on this and wait, but I do have some leans as to if the Rams do have their quarterback, John Wolford, under center. Yeah, you uh, gave me your plays for the night, and I was a little surprised to see a Rams player, but there's a receiving prop for a running back, which I know is one of your strong points. I feel like if there's a receiving prop for a running back, you're all over it, and they're usually pretty solid. So uh, what's the prop play that you may be leaning on tonight in Thursday Night Football? I like Rams running back Kyron Williams over 11.5 receiving yards. I bet it last week it lost. However, if John Wolford is starting again, um, I still have confidence because with Daryl Henderson traded to Jacksonville, Williams is now the pass catching back of this team. Through his experience, he's running routes from the squad and shifty to separate on option routes since his college days back at Notre Dame. Vegas, they're allowing the most receiving yards to running backs at 55 and a half yards per game. With Williams being the only option, Akers doesn't catch any balls out of the backfield for the Rams. 
I've got to imagine that there's going to be some thinking and dunking across the field, and that would have to come with Kyron Williams and these injured running, uh, injured quarterbacks for Los Angeles. I like that look. Ariel, it's nice having a fellow Ravens fan on uh, the Daily Tip this morning. It is Steelers week. We're traveling to Pittsburgh. Any plays in this Ravens-Steelers game? My play would be to either take the Ravens at plus two and a half or tease the Ravens up to eight and a half in a six-point teaser. The teaser leg is probably my favorite. I would do a two-team teaser and get it at minus one twenty. Now, the Ravens, they have Tyler Huntley at quarterback. Lamar Jackson got hurt last week. I don't mind Tyler Huntley. Last year, as an underdog, Huntley covered in every game that he played when he played for Lamar. And Huntley is exactly the same quarterback as Lamar Jackson, so there's really no changes that the offense has to make. He's basically just Lamar 2.0 back there. He can still run with the football, and last year, he took the Steelers to overtime. Lost by three, however, that game was in OT, and Huntley rushed for over 70 yards against Pittsburgh. This Pittsburgh defense isn't really any better than they were last year. They still struggle against mobile quarterbacks. So I would go with the Ravens to cover the spread here or put them in a teaser in a divisional game. The Ravens aren't out of it. They're still in the lead in the division. And now it's Huntley's job and the rest of this team to be able to keep them in the division race and potentially for the next couple of weeks stay in there so that Lamar can come back and hopefully lead the Ravens to a playoff. Um, And another thing there I'm going to keep an eye out for Kenny Pickett, the Steelers quarterback, to go over in his pass attempts. The Ravens do allow for the fifth most pass attempts per game. Pickett's averaging 32.5 pass attempts a game, and since it could be close and the Ravens are top 10 against the run, the Steelers haven't been able to establish much of a run game in the last couple of seasons. So I imagine that Kenny Pickett's going to be throwing against this Ravens secondary. Yeah, teasers have been tough this year, but if there's ever a good spot for a teaser, it seems like the Steelers and Ravens game is a good one. Four straight games have been decided by five points or fewer uh, in this AFC North clash. Sticking with divisional dogs, which I think are usually a good place to start, we've got the Giants getting seven points against the Eagles. Ariel, is this too many points? Feels like too many points for a divisional game in MetLife. I'm actually going to be at the game it's supposed to be raining and gross which yes because of the rain and bad weather it could benefit the eagles and how good their quarterback jalen hurts is at running the football however the giants have kept these games pretty close especially at home they've had a few big home wins they've kept a lot of games close they're still in the race for making the playoffs and i just think that this is too many points to be getting by a touchdown at home now if the giants were in philly i'd say differently but i just have to go with what the divisional home underdog, that trend, they're hitting at about, I think, 60-something percent. I forget the exact number, so I'm sorry about that. But it's about it's a little over 60% that these divisional home underdogs are hitting. And Philly, what do we know about them? We know that in the first half, they're absolutely dominant. Then in the second half, they're one of the worst second-half teams in football. You can't do that against the Giants. The Giants are a scrappy team. I still don't understand how the Giants have been winning all these games this year. They're the biggest surprise team to me. But they have won close, scrappy games. So I think that they can at least keep it close with the team they hate. The second most, I guess, to the Cowboys. But I'd say that it's pretty even. Giants fans hate the Eagles. They hate the Cowboys. So uh, I would take the points here with the home dogs. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, big uh, couple weeks for the Giants-Eagles this week and then the Commanders again next week. Ariel, I want to go to Niners and 49ers. Obviously got some storylines in this one now that Brock Purdy is going to be under center for San Francisco. They're three-and-a-half-point favorites uh, going up against Tom Brady and the Bucks, who are coming off a short week. Do you trust Brock Purdy to cover the three-and-a-half at home, or do you like uh, do you like Brady and the Bucks this week? The only way I would lean in this game is San Francisco at minus three and a half. It's pretty telling that you're getting Brock Purdy in at San Francisco against a Tampa Bay team with Tom Brady, and yet Purdy's still favored by over a field goal. That stood out to me. One of the biggest, like one of the most uh, lines on the board that stood out was this one. The the Niners still have a top 10 defense. They're probably the best defense in football. They are good at stopping the run. They're good against the pass. And you really just need a solid defense to be able to keep you in games. It's also a bad spot because the Bucks are on a short week and they have to travel across the country to San Francisco to play this game. The Bucks weren't anything impressive in prime time earlier this week. I mean, Tom Brady did a miracle run again like we're used to, but they almost lost the game, and that was at home. So I would have to go with uh, San Francisco here at minus three and a half. Yeah, and it's going to be a really solid defensive line that is going against Brady, and we know that Tom Brady needs some time to throw uh, some of those passes or at least think straight to be productive. All right, Ariel, so I got to ask you about the Yankees. Huge sigh of relief from Yankees fans this week as Aaron Judge re-signs uh, with the Yankees. How big of a deal is this for the Yankees? It's a huge deal for the Yankees. Now, granted, a lot of people have said to me, do you feel he was overpaid? Is it too much? I said, yeah, of course it is. They had to do it, though. If the Yankees lost Judge, they lose their faith. They lose a potential captain. They... It would, be, it would have been such a bad look, like trading away Jeter. And Aaron Judge, from things I've heard, he knew that he wanted to stay here. He knew this was the place to do the absolute best with his legacy and career. It was just a matter of if the Yankees did right by him. The Yankees did. Their owner, Hal Steinbrenner, got on the phone with him after he traveled to San Francisco, said, what is it going to take? Judge says, one more year deal was done I'm actually really I applaud the Yankees for it nine years is a long time for someone who's basically seven feet tall however he's still the player that everybody in New York likes to come to watch he's the player people travel to go see you can't lose that if you're the New York Yankees especially when you have such a reputation in trying to be the best and get the best now, I'm hoping the Yankees still go for a pitcher like Carlos Rodon, which is, I heard, where they're shifting their focus to. The Yankees need pitching. What does Aaron Judge have to do now? He needs to win a World Series. And without the World Series, the legacy is tarnished. But the step number one was signing him up pretty much for life, and that's what the Yankees did, and I'm very happy they got it done.
Yeah, for sure. And if anybody's worth the money, it's Aaron Judge. We saw that he was almost the entire offense for the Yankees last season. And especially when you play at Yankee Stadium, that's very home run friendly. You need a home run hitter and who better than Aaron Judge. So uh, I'm with you. I do like that signing for the Yankees. Great insight as always from Ariel Epstein. She is a sports betting analyst for Yahoo Sports. Find her on Twitter at Ariel Epstein. And you can also see her everywhere these days on NBA TV and also MLB Network. Ariel, thanks for joining us this morning. Thank you guys. Good luck. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.